Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Malik. So, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be strictly talking about uh, maybe the future plans for Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey coming up at WrestleMania 35. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I think will happen, um, especially after what happened on Raw Monday and uh, Charlotte's promo yesterday on SmackDown. I'm going to give you my opinions and my thoughts on what I think, th- how I think they're going to book it and what will go down. I know everybody, you know, Twitter was on fire after Raw. I know everything was, was blowing up on Twitter. People obviously have their own opinions and perspectives about what's going to happen, so I'm going to give you my um, outlook on it. But just to give you a little insight on what my podcast will be about, my podcast will be strictly for wrestling. I'll be talking everything pro wrestling from WWE to NXT to New Japan Pro Wrestling to Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground, any anything wrestling, All Elite Wrestling. I'll definitely be covering All Elite Wrestling. Um, anything wrestling, really, I'll, I'll be you know be covering on here. I'll be doing predictions. I'll be doing uh, reviews for after. I'll be doing reviews for after pay per view shows. I'll be making my predictions for uh, pay-per-view shows. I'll be doing top ten, uh, you know, like uh, for special occasions. So, for example, like you know, when WrestleMania comes around, I may do like uh, top ten favorite WrestleMania matches or favorite WrestleMania moments, stuff like that. So, those that's what my channel will be pretty much uh, about. Uh, you can also, if you guys want to go check out my YouTube channel, I also have a YouTube channel, Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. I do. Uh, podcasts on that channel as well i do wrestling reactions i do trivias and i do skits on that uh channel narcolepsy boy 94 is my youtube channel so you guys can go subscribe go check that channel out if you guys are interested but let's hop right into it so after all was very uh interesting obviously like i said everybody had their own opinions and own you know perspectives about what happened i'm not surprised uh i mean i've been been saying that you know Charlotte's gonna be involved in this, especially after Survivor Series. You know, let's go all the way. Let's let's go all the way back to Survivor Series. So, Becky and Ronda were supposed to have a match at Survivor Series. Becky was the SmackDown Women's Champion at the time. Ronda was the Raw Women's Champion. This was you know SmackDown versus Raw, and they were supposed to have a match at Survivor Series. Uh, but Becky got her her nose broke by Nia Jax in a, in a segment on Raw. She was uh, not cleared to wrestle, so Charlotte was her replacement. And Charlotte and Ronda had a fantastic match, a fantastic match at Survivor Series. To me, this is that, that was probably Ronda's best match on the main roster so far, if you ask me. And it was expected. I, I said going into that match, this is going to be Ronda's biggest test because Charlotte is the best in-ring performer for the females. So the match they had was phenomenal, but after the match, you know, well, first of all, not even after the match. The match didn't even... There wasn't even a winner. No, Charlotte took the kendo stick, and she started beating the holy hell out of Ronda with it. Um, just unleashing fury on Ronda with that kendo stick. And she, you know, basically just beat the holy hell out of her after that match. And the crowd absolutely loved it. The crowd just went crazy for it. crowd was saying, this is awesome. crowd was chanting Charlotte's name. You know, people love that side of Charlotte. And they love what she did to Ronda Rousey because she, nobody ever ever done that to her before. So after that ended, you knew that something was going to happen with that. You, you, they just didn't do that for no reason. Why would they do that for no reason? That doesn't, that doesn't make sense on WWE's part, right? So you knew something was going to happen with that. Now, you also knew that somehow Becky and Ronda were just going to fight. They were going to have a match. 
that match needed to happen. That was one of the biggest anticipated women's matches in a long time. So you knew something was going to happen with that. And a lot of people were speculating, hey, maybe they do fight at WrestleMania. Maybe maybe WWE saves this and plans this for WrestleMania. Who knows? So fast forward to Royal Rumble. Becky's facing Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship and Charlotte's in the Royal Rumble match. And a lot of people picked Becky to win the Rumble, including myself. I didn't pick, you know, I said Becky was going to lose to Asuka. Although, she shouldn't have tapped out. I don't, I don't agree with her tapping out. That makes no sense to me. But, I said she was going to win the Royal Rumble. She's going to lose to Asuka. She's going to go in the Royal Rumble and she's going to win the Rumble. And she's going to go on the challenge round at WrestleMania. Makes sense. And that's what happened. Becky won the Rumble. The next night, and then the next, the very next night, Challenger says, hey, Ronda, I'm facing you at WrestleMania, I'm not playing around, you're my opponent at WrestleMania, jumped right into it. Now, after they announced that, I knew that Charlotte was still going to be involved somehow. They're going to involve her somehow, and it was only a matter of time, and after Raw Monday, we saw that, you know, Becky got suspended because, you know, she got hurt at the Royal Rumble with her, you know, quote-unquote knee injury. And Stephanie came out a couple weeks ago and cut a promo and said you had to go see the doctor. If you don't go see the doctor, I will be forced to suspend you. Becky said, screw you. I'm fine. I don't don't trust you. I don't need to see the doctor. Uh, So Stephanie said, all right, you're suspended. Triple H comes out on SmackDown the next day and says, hey, go see the doctor, blah, 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 blah. You had an plus, you know, after that segment, Becky put her hands on, you know, she put her hands on, uh, on Stephanie for... I can't remember what she said, but she put her hands on her, punched her in the face, almost put her in the, almost put her in the uh, disarmor. Triple H comes out the next night and says, you know, all you have to do is go see the doctor. If you want your spot at WrestleMania, just go see the doctor, get cleared by the doctor, you have your match at WrestleMania. It's that simple. Becky says again, I don't trust you guys, you guys are going to screw me, you guys don't want me in that spot. Then things got a little heated between Triple H and, St- and uh, Becky. Becky slaps Triple H in the face. So then Monday on Raw... Triple H and Stephanie says, Becky, all you have to do is say you're sorry. You have to apologize. We've apologized to you on our part. You went to see the doctor. You got cleared to wrestle. All you have to do is apologize. That's it. So we waited a whole three hours on her decision on what she was going to do. Becky comes out and says, you know, if all I have to do is say these two little words to get into WrestleMania, then I'm sorry. And that really bothered me. I don't like that at all. Because to me, Becky apologizing to Triple H and Stephanie makes her look weak. Because a lot of people want to compare her to be the female Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin would have never apologized to anybody. Not a McMahon, not nobody in charge in that power. He would have never apologized to a soul. He would have said, F you, gave him some middle fingers, couple stunners, said, go shove that main event up your ass. You know, I am the main event. If you don't want to put me in the main event, that's on you, but I'm not apologizing to a damn person. That's what I wanted to see. You know, and a lot of people, you can see a lot of people in the crowd were booing Becky when she apologized. Because nobody wanted to see that. That makes her look vulnerable to me. It makes her look weak. Why would she apologize when she's supposed to be the man. She's supposed to be the man, Becky Lynch. She's supposed to define the odds. She's supposed to be against the authority. She's supposed to be against the power. You know, why, why, why would she apologize? She could have came out and said, you know what? Screw you guys. I want to go to WrestleMania. But if you think I'm about to get on my hands and knees and apologize for slapping you in the face, Triple H, and punching your wife in the face, 
You're out of your freaking mind. I'm not apologizing for a damn thing. I am the main event. I'm, I'm the man, Becky Lynch. There is no main event at WrestleMania without me. And if you can't see that and you don't want me in the main event, then screw you. Don't put me in the main event and watch how terrible WrestleMania, be, WrestleMania is without me. That's what she should have said right there. That was, that's what she should have said right there. Why have her apologize for what? Apologize for... She, she doesn't need to apologize for anything. Like I said, her character just looked weak to me. Like I said, a lot of people want to compare her to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can't tell me Stone Cold Steve Austin would apologize to anybody. There's no way he would apologize. You're telling me back in the, in the Attitude Era, back in you know 1998, Stone Cold Steve Austin would apologize to Vince McMahon for you know giving him a stunner the week before on Raw? Hell no. No way he would apologize. Stone, that's not what Stone Cold does. Stone Cold was about kicking ass, taking names, and defining the odds, and, and going against the law. That's what Stone Cold Steve Austin was all about. And Becky Lynch didn't do that. She came out, said she was sorry. Even though it was it was only like, you know, she didn't say I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'll never do it again. It was, even though it was, just, it was just a little, I'm sorry. You know, it's whatever. I'm sorry. Even though she didn't like she really mean it, she still said I'm sorry. And that, that really bothered me. I don't like that. To me, it makes her look weak. That's just how I felt about it. And I've seen a lot of people agree with me on that. A lot of people, I've seen a lot of tweets out there. A lot of other radio uh, podcasts said the same exact thing. It made her look vulnerable. It made her look weak when she apologized. But after she apologized, Triple H and Stephanie said, All right, thanks. You're in the main event. You're, you got your match at WrestleMania. That's all we wanted. You and Ronda at WrestleMania. That's all we wanted. Becky's like, that's it? There's no, there's no other plot twist to it? That's it? Triple H, Stephanie said, "Yeah, that's it. No, that's all we wanted was the apology. You apologize. Thanks. You you got your match at WrestleMania, and I knew you still knew something was fishy. Like, all right, so something's odd here. Like, something's still gonna happen. What's 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 about to happen? Ron's gonna come out. Maybe they're getting up to a brawl or something. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Maybe they get into a little brawl, a little fight." Becky says, "All right, Ronda." She starts she starts cutting the promo on Ronda. Then Ronda comes out with a big smile on her face. You know, she's in the ring with uh with with uh with with Becky now, they're looking at each other face to face. And while Rhonda's music is still playing, here comes Vince. Vince comes out, says the microphone says, Oh, whoa, 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 cut the music, cut the music, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, Steffi and Triple H are still at the bottom of the ramp. They haven't walked up the ramp yet. And Vince, you know, cut a really good promo, in my opinion. Now, this segment was really good to me. Vince basically said, you know, you know, I agree with the WWE Universe. I agree with Stephanie and Triple H. Ronda versus Becky is a huge match. One of the huge match. But Becky, I think you think you're bigger than WWE. And Becky, you're not the man. I'm the man. Because this is that's his company. There's, there's no other bigger authority in the WWE than Vince McMahon. It's his company. He has the final say on everything. Everybody works for him. He's his own boss. He is the the head the head the headmaster of everything. He says, Becky, you're not the man. I'm the man, and although they may accept your apology, I don't. I don't accept your apology. I don't think you did. I don't think what you did is, uh, was okay. You have a badass attitude that I don't agree with, and I don't want you at WrestleMania. So I'm suspending you for 60 days, which means she won't be at WrestleMania. It's like five days after WrestleMania when her suspension is lifted. And then Vince says, you know. We need a replacement for Ronda. We need somebody with charisma, somebody with 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 style, somebody who. Basically, he's saying somebody I want to represent my company as the champion. And he says, who else? Charlotte Flair. 
Charlotte's music hits. Charlotte comes out with a big smile on her face. Vince McMahon raises her hand and says, This is what's going to Ronda, this is what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Charlotte's going to be the champion, basically. So basically, Vince is saying, no, This is who I want to be my champion. This is who I want as the champion right here. Now, I knew after that segment, Twitter was going to be on fire. People were going to be pissed. A lot of fans like to jump to conclusions immediately, right away, right when that happens. I've seen people tweet out like, oh, the storyline's dead. Oh, they're fucking Becky over. Oh, it's, it's, they're ruining Becky. They're not going to give Becky her moment. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to give Charlotte the spotlight because she's a flair and because Ric Flair is her dad. And, you know, she, she's getting the, the, the treatment that, you know, Roman Reigns gets. She's the female Roman Reigns. She's the female John Cena. You know, she's getting the push because of her last name, blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. I don't buy into none of that shit. People love to jump to conclusions when there's still a lot of story to be told here, guys. We are in February. WrestleMania's in April. We're far from WrestleMania, man. There's still a lot of story and a lot of shit to be told here. They didn't ruin Becky. They didn't They didn't bury the storyline. The only thing I don't like they did with Becky is having her apologize. That's it. That made her look weak to me, and I don't like that they made her look apologize. But they didn't ruin her. They didn't bury her by any means. People like to use that term so much nowadays in wrestling, and it pisses me off because it's so stupid. Do they bury some people? Yes, I can agree with that. But people love to jump to conclusions immediately. Like, oh, they buried this guy. They buried that guy. They buried this girl. They buried the company. Relax. People love to jump to conclusions immediately for no reason. There's still a lot of story to be told. Like I said, we're in February. We're far from WrestleMania. WrestleMania's in April. There's still a lot to be told here. And a lot of and a lot of things are going to happen up to WrestleMania for this. So one of two things are going to happen here, from my perspective. Either one, this will be a triple threat match, which I think will happen, which I predicted. I would much rather see Ronda versus Becky one on one, but like other people, this triple threat doesn't bother me. I would totally be happy with the triple threat match at WrestleMania. I don't mind Charlotte being in this match. Now, does Charlotte need to be in this match? No, she doesn't. But if she gets in this match, okay, doesn't bother me. Now you have three legit women who can go into this WrestleMania match. And you look at all three women and say, damn, all three of these women could, could actually win this match. Who, who who should I pick? Should I pick Becky? Should I pick Charlotte? Should I pick Ronda? All three of these women could legit win. Now, with this maybe being a triple threat, I think that Triple H and Stephanie could go to Vince and say, hey, look, we love Charlotte just as much as you do. She's gifted. You know, if we could pick anybody to represent us as the champion, it would be her. And as much as we don't like Becky and agree with her attitude, the people want Becky Lynch. And WrestleMania is all about giving the people what they want. It's about selling tickets, putting seats in asses. We have to give the best show possible. And we can't not have WrestleMania without Becky Lynch. She's incredibly over right now. The people are incredibly, incredibly behind her right now. We have to put Becky in this match, whether we want to or not. This is what we have to do, Vince. And Vince can sit there and think about it. Says, you know, says, all right, you got a point. But I want Charlotte in this match. Charlotte is the one who I want to represent my company as the champion, and I'm not taking her out of this match. So Charlotte is still going to be in this match. But if the people want Becky, then fine, we'll put Becky in this match, and we'll have a triple threat. Now you have Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte at WrestleMania, which is probably going to be the first female WrestleMania main event right there. And I think that's, maybe they could do like a little backstage segment with that. But I think that could happen. I think that would be cool. Kind of like a cool, maybe that could be, and maybe do it in the ring. Come out and do it in the ring. Because it makes sense. Hey, the people, they do want Becky Lynch. 
You're not gonna, and they're not gonna have WrestleMania without Becky Lynch. Period. That's his stupidity right there. Becky Lynch will be at WrestleMania regardless. But we have to listen to the people, whether we want to or not. We have to listen to the people. Now, if this was any other pay per view, if this was a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series or you know Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble, then this could be. Uh, I can see why people would be worried about this. If this was any other pay per view besides WrestleMania, I could understand why people may jump to conclusions. And and say, oh, they're ruining Becky. They're not going to give it to Becky. You know, they're, they're going to fuck Becky over. They're going to do this to Becky. Because any other pay-per-view, the outcome could be a lot different. But this is WrestleMania we're talking about. This is going to be the 35th WrestleMania we're going into. And if this is going to be the first female main event ever at WrestleMania, you can't convince me that Becky's not going to win this match, whether it's a triple threat or not. There's no way in hell they're not going to have Becky Lynch not win this match. You had to send the fans home happy. And people will riot if, if Charlotte wins, and people won't be happy if Ronda wins either. The only person they want to see win this match is Becky Lynch. Why would you have this be the main event if Becky's not going to win? This is just like Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30, all over again. Daniel Bryan was incredibly over in 2014. But what made the story so great? Because Triple H and Stephanie, the authority kept putting obstacles and barriers in front of him that he kept having to knock down. He kept having to jump over walls and knock down barriers and overcoming the odds. That's what, the, that's what made Daniel Bryan the babyface so great. That's what made the moment so great at the end of WrestleMania when he beat Batista and Randy Orton in the triple threat match. And won the, and won the uh, at the time, with the WWE World Heavyweight titles. That's what made the moment so great. Because... The guy we love so much, he's he had to come, you know, he had to overcome all these obstacles. He had to knock down all these barriers, jump over all these walls. He had all this shit thrown in his face by the authority, trying to keep him out of that spot, saying he was a B-plus player, he's not an A-plus player. And Daniel Bryan said, screw you guys, I'm an A-plus player, and I'm going to prove to you guys that at WrestleMania, I'm going to be the one leaving as the champion. That's what made that moment so great at WrestleMania 30. Him beating Triple H in the beginning of WrestleMania and then having another match the same night at WrestleMania and then beating two top guys in Batista and Randy Orton to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. A beautiful story told. There was a beautiful story told and the promo package going into that was amazing. That's what made that WrestleMania so good. Because Daniel Bryan told a great story with the authority who were trying to keep him down. Because they didn't, that's not the guy that they wanted. They look at him and say, look at this guy's beard. He's not big enough. He's not strong enough. We don't want this guy representing us as our champion. But that's what the people want. We want this guy. The people are choosing him. But the authority said, no, that's not our guy. Same thing with Becky Lynch. This is the same story they're going to tell with Becky Lynch. Vince McMahon, no, that's not, that's not the girl that I want. I want Charlotte. Charlotte has charisma. Charlotte is a flair. She's a flair. She has it in her DNA. I, this is who I want representing my company as the champion. And it would be a little bit different with Triple H and Stephanie. Now, Triple H and Stephanie would kind of be in the middle and say, Hey, look, we love Charlotte, but we're trying to give the people what they really want. We have to give the people what they want, regardless of, of whether we agree with Becky Lynch or not. Whether we want Becky Lynch to be the man or we don't want her to be the champion, it doesn't matter. The people want it. So we have to put her in this match. It only makes sense. That's when Vince finally came and said, All right, fuck it. We'll put her in this match. You guys want her in this match? She's in the match, damn it. We'll put her in the damn match. Just if 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 you if you wanna if you if you know 
should the he'll he'll say you know he'll cut a promo saying like you know what I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show you people what it's like to have your heart ripped out of your chest I'm gonna show you people what it's like to have your heart broken and I'm gonna show you that I always get what I want and at WrestleMania Charlotte Flair will be the new Raw Women's Champion. That's basically some shit he'll say. So that could happen right there. That's that's scenario one right there. That's option A that I'm thinking. They do that. I don't think they'll have. Becky fight her way back into the match. I think I think that they go off the people and say hey, Triple H and Stephanie go off the people and say, "Hey Vince, we we love Charlotte and we would we would much rather have Charlotte than 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 Becky. We we love Charlotte more than Becky, but the people want fucking Becky Lynch. We have to put Becky in the match. We just have to. It only makes sense. We got to put Becky in the match, and that's what they do. They put Becky in the match. Then you have your triple threat right there. Or option B. We go to option B, which is Becky and Charlotte have a match at Fastlane, and the winner of that match goes on to face Ronda at WrestleMania for the championship. You know, again, Triple H and Stephanie say, hey, look, Vince, we can't, you cannot just take this from Becky. She won the Royal Rumble. We have to, we have to put her in this match. The people, again, they're going off the people. You got to go off the people. The people want her. I know Charlotte's great. You love Charlotte, but we gotta get we gotta get the people what they want. Vince is totally against it. Hell no, I'm not putting Becky in the match. She's suspended until after WrestleMania. She doesn't deserve her attitude's bad. She doesn't deserve to be in that spot. Yada yada yada. They they keep talking, and then they make you know Vince says fine. You know what? If Becky wants to be in this match, if you want Becky in this match, she's gonna have to earn it again. And at Fastlane, she's gonna have to face Charlotte, and whoever wins gets to face Ronda at WrestleMania again. WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan. Becky's going to have to knock down another barrier. She already won the Royal Rumble. But now she has to prove her spot again. And now she has to go out there and beat Charlotte, one of the best in the business. She has to go out there and beat Charlotte with her quote-unquote knee injury just to get another opportunity to face Ronda at WrestleMania, the opportunity that was stolen from her. She has to knock down another barrier again, jump over another wall. So they're telling a great story here, man. This is what I'm saying. This is all storytelling. If, if you really think about it, the story, it all makes sense. Like I said, it's WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Bryan all over again. Becky Lynch is going to have to overcome all these obstacles and all these barriers that, that Vince McMahon is going to throw at her. Because Vince McMahon doesn't want her in that spot. Charlotte Flair is the, ch- is the chosen one for Vince. And Becky Lynch is not the woman that he wants. It's not the woman he wants. Period. He doesn't want her in that spot. And he'll do everything in his power to make sure she's not in that spot. And he believes in that, in all his ability that Charlotte will will beat uh, Ronda uh, will beat Becky at Fastlane and keep Ronda out of the main event at WrestleMania, keep her out of WrestleMania. But we all know how the results will be. Becky wins again, has a heroic moment. Now she faces Ronda at WrestleMania, and then you have your one on one match. Now the only thing with me, I would like I said I would be totally fine with the triple threat. However, if they did do the triple threat with Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. Then that leaves Asuka out of the equation too, because Asuka is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Even though they're not even doing anything with her right now, which is ridiculous, she's still gonna have a big match at WrestleMania. Well, who else on the SmackDown roster is believable to go into WrestleMania and legitimate, legitimately beat Asuka? There's nobody else on that roster besides Charlotte Flair. And if you have a triple threat, who in the fuck does Asuka face? Because I have no idea. I'm clueless on that. There's nobody, no disrespect to any of the SmackDown women. They're all fantastic. They're all great. But who else on the SmackDown roster besides uh, Charlotte right now is believable enough to go in there and beat Asuka? There's nobody. 
So to me, that's the only issue I would have with the triple threat, is that that leaves kind of Asuka out of the equation. So I would much rather see, have her beat Charlotte at Fastlane, have a heroic moment, Becky and Ronda have their match at WrestleMania, and then Charlotte faces Asuka at WrestleMania in a rematch from last year's WrestleMania, because Asuka and Charlotte can still, they, get, they got a great story to tell right there. They have unfinished business. You know, last year at WrestleMania, it was Streak versus Championship. Charlotte was the champion, Asuka was undefeated, and she lost. Charlotte ended her undefeated streak, and Asuka fell downhill after she lost. She, she was kind of forgotten about for a while, till, basically till December, the end of 2018. When she won the SmackDown Women's Championship in the, in the Triple Threat uh, TLC match. Asuka, they got a great story to tell right there. Asuka needs her redemption. She needs to prove that she's still as dominant as she ever was. And by doing that, she has to beat Charlotte, the woman who ended her streak. The woman who killed her streak and killed her momentum at WrestleMania. And Charlotte wants to prove that she's still the best. She's still the woman. Becky beating her, that's, 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 a, you know, that's, that's a shot to her face right there. Keeping her out of the main event of WrestleMania against Ronda. Keeping her out of one of the biggest women's matches in WrestleMania. That's a, that's a shot to Charlotte right there. And she wants to prove that, hey, I still run this division. And I'm still the woman. So if I can't take your title, Ronda, I'm taking your title, Asuka. And, they gotta, and you can add a stipulation to this match. This could be a last woman standing match. This could be a two out of three falls match. This could be a, 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 a no-holds-barred match, a street fight. Falls count anywhere. No, this could be... You could have a stipulation to this match. Because last year, they didn't have a stipulation. You could have a stipulation for this match. To make it even better. To juice it up even better. Now you have two legit, badass women's matches at WrestleMania. You have Asuka versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And you have Becky versus Ronda for the Raw Women's Championship. Two incredible female matches that people would love to see 100%. You can't convince me that people wouldn't love to see it. People would much rather prefer this than the triple threat, I think. So this is the route that I think WWE should go. But me personally, I think they're doing the triple threat. I don't think they're going to have this match without Charlotte. I don't think they believe that this match is big enough unless they put Charlotte in it because it makes the match uh, bigger to them. It gives it more mystique, I guess you could say. Because like I said, if you add Charlotte to this match, now you have three legit women and Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, the champion, and the challengers, Becky Lynch. Who legit... They all can tell a great story, yes, but now you have three legit women who go into this match. You're like, damn, I don't know who I pick because the fans want Becky to win. But then you have like, oh, whoop, Charlotte, Charlotte's a flair. They, they might just give it to Charlotte because of her last name. But then you have Ronda. Well, Ronda's never lost, so you know they might keep Ronda's undefeated streak alive. So it makes it gives the mystique more interest right there because now you have, like I said, you have three legit women. Like where you're like, man, I don't know. Your mind says you want Becky. Your heart, your heart says you you want Becky to win, but then your mind is drifting towards Charlotte and Ronda a little bit because you're like, you know how WWE does things. They like to swerve us, just like last year with Roman Reigns. We were all, we all thought Roman Reigns was gonna beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for sure, but then he lost, and we were all like, what the fuck is going on? Roman Reigns just lost to Brock Lesnar. Why? Like, what? We're confused because you, we for sure thought like, all right, you know, they're gonna they're gonna give it to Roman. Just just put it on him. Just get it good over with, and then he lost. And they swerved us. They threw a curveball at us. So that's exactly what I think they will do. Only this time, they're not going to have Becky. Becky's not losing either way. Whether whether she uh, faces Ronda one-on-one or the tri- triple threat, she's not losing this match either way. Now, me personally, I think she should be the first woman to ever to beat Ronda Rousey. Give her first defeat. But think about this. If they go with the triple threat and, you know, you have Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte in the match, Charlotte will be the one to take... To, to be tapping out to the disarmor. They're not going to have Ronda lose. 
because rumors are that Ronda's going to be stepping away for a while after WrestleMania 35 to maybe start a family, have a, have a baby with her husband, or maybe just take some time off and, and, and heal. I don't know, but rumors are that she's taking some time off. So if she does take some time off, you could also keep the story alive right there because if Charlotte beats Becky, if, 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 if Becky beats Charlotte, and Becky wins the title, then Ronda technically never lost. She's never been pinned or submitted yet either. So even though Ronda lost the match, she's never lost. She was never beaten. So when Ronda comes back, who's she going to be looking for? She's going to look for Becky Lynch. Hey, you still got my championship? You beat Charlotte, not me. I'm still the real champion. I'm still the baddest bitch on the planet. And I know I can beat you, and you can't beat me. If that was one-on-one, you would have never beat me. And everybody knows that, whether they want to admit it or not. You could tell a story for that for next year, WrestleMania, for WrestleMania 36. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with building this up for, for an entire year? Having Becky take over, if, especially if Ronda leaves, you need somebody to take over the Raw Women's Division as the top female. You need Becky to take over as the top female for the Raw Women's Division. Keep Charlotte on SmackDown, have Becky on Raw. Ronda stepped aside for a little bit, now Becky's the top female on Raw. Have her have a dominant 2019 have 2019 be her best year she's ever had in professional wrestling with WWE. And then when Ronda comes back, she immediately goes after Becky. Hey, I've been, li- I've been waiting for this. I'm back now. This is my ring. I'm still the baddest bitch on the planet. And I want my championship back, bitch. What's wrong with telling that? What's wrong with going all the way to WrestleMania with that? Then you can have Becky and Ronda one-on-one next year at WrestleMania. So I have no problem with that. I think th- if they do the triple threat, I, w- I would much rather them do that after WrestleMania. Make Becky look strong in 2019. And then, when, and then when Ronda comes back, she comes after Becky Lynch. I want my title back, bitch. I need my title back. I'm still the baddest bitch on the planet. You didn't beat me at WrestleMania. You beat Charlotte. You can't beat me. You won't beat me. I want my championship back. Becky says, screw you. I'm the man. I won at WrestleMania. This is my championship. This is my women's division. Monday Night Raw is my show. And you can't hang with me. Money. Dollar signs right there. Fucking dollar signs right there. And then you can tell that for WrestleMania next year. That's just a thought. To throw that out there. Some people will agree with it. Some people won't. But that's just a thought. I think it's a pretty good damn idea. What do you guys think? You guys let me know. I think it's a pretty good idea. But that's my thoughts. My perspectives. Of what I think is going to happen. Like I said. We don't know. There's still a lot of story to be told. People. So for people on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All that shit blowing up. Relax. Calm the fuck down. You guys have no idea what you're talking about. The storyline is not dead. There's still a lot of story to be told. And they didn't bury Becky. They didn't ruin Becky. They're not stealing the spotlight from Becky. Becky is going to leave WrestleMania as the champion. We're going to get what we want. We want her to be the champion, right? She's going to be the champion after WrestleMania. Whether it's a triple threat match or not. She's going to be the champion after WrestleMania. Now how, you know, when she wins the championship, how they book her is the question for me. Like, okay, now that she's the champion, how are you guys going to use her? Because just because she's a champion doesn't mean they're going to use her properly. You know what I mean? So that's my only concern. Okay, she's the champion now, but don't fuck it over. Don't don't ruin it. That's why I said 2019 needs to be her best year. Have her be the champion for the entire year. And then when Ronda comes back, have her immediately. If, she, if she's out for the rest of the year, have Ronda come back in the Royal Rumble. Win the Royal Rumble and says, hey, Becky, you and me, WrestleMania, like it was supposed to happen last year, it's going to happen this year. I'm coming back for my championship. That's fucking money right there. If they build it up the right way. If WWE built it up the right way. That's the question though. You know, sometimes they, they do dumb shit. And they don't really do things properly sometimes. So that's the really that's the question. If they do it the right way. 
if they do it the right way, keyword. But that's just my thoughts. I think it's going to be a triple threat, whether we want it to be or not, guys. But if it's, look, guys, it's still going to be a great match, though, man. This main event, whether it's a one-on-one match or a triple threat match, it's going to be red fucking hot. This is going to be one of the best, most anticipated main events we've had at WrestleMania for a long time. Let's look at the past three years. Um, let's look at the past three years we had at WrestleMania for the main event. WrestleMania 32, Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Shit. Nobody gave a fuck about that. WrestleMania 33, Undertaker, Roman Reigns. Terrible match. Nobody gave, nobody gave a fuck about that either. Last year, WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Nobody gave a fuck about that match either. Now this year we have a main event that we can actually, we actually care about. And whether Charlotte's in it or not, this is still a match you should care about because it's a big match. It's the first female match at WrestleMania in the main event. And like I said, at the end of the day, we're going to get the triumphant win we want. Becky is going to be the champion. She's going to prove that she's the man. Now, like I said, it depends on how they book her after she wins the championship. How do they use her? Because sometimes when you're the champion, just because you have the belt, you could be forgotten about. Look at Shinsuke Nakamura's United States Championship run. Terrible. Terrible U.S. Championship run. God awful. They didn't even use him properly right. Asuka's Championship run right now is shit, too. They're not even doing nothing with her. So... That's that's just my thoughts on it. I know a lot of people have their own, like I said, opinions, but a lot of people like to jump to conclusions. Think about long term. That's what I was thinking. Think about long term. Okay, WWE obviously they do things for a reason. So when the whole Charlotte thing thing came out, after all, there's obviously a long term plan down the road. So think about what's down the road. Think about what's in the future. Just speculate and 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 go off booking on how you think they should do it. Cause I just did. I just gave you a, a tons of great ideas. I thought right there. How they book it, I think they're going to be a triple threat. And Becky wins at WrestleMania, and they should make her the most dominant force in 2019 of the male and female division. And then if Ronda's going to be gone for the rest of the year, have Ronda come back and win the Royal Rumble next year, and says, hey Becky, me and you at WrestleMania, like it was supposed to be last year, this time you're the champ, I'm the challenger, I never lost to you. You never beat me at WrestleMania. You beat Charlotte. I'm still the baddest bitch on the planet. I'm coming back to claim my throne as the best, and I'm taking your championship WrestleMania. Becky says, oh, no, no, no. I held 2019 on my back. I mean, I carried Money Night Raw on my back. This championship belongs to me. I ain't giving it up for you or nobody else. I'm the man, and at WrestleMania, I will own you. WrestleMania 36, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey in the main event again. Another female main event right there. That's money. Now you have Becky and Ronda in two, in two back-to-back main events at WrestleMania. Only this time it's without Charlotte. So, I think they could do that. I think that's... Actually, thinking about that, I think that's what they should do now. I'm going on a limb right now. I think that's what they should do. I think it should be a triple threat match. Becky wins. She taps out Charlotte at WrestleMania. Becky holds the championship the entire year. Doesn't, doesn't lose the championship the entire year. She cleans out the entire Raw Women's Division. She dominates the entire 2019 year. Ronda wins the Royal Rumble. Comes back, challenges Becky Lynch right off the bat. Says, I'm still the baddest bitch on the planet. I'm facing you at WrestleMania like we were supposed to face last year one-on-one. And I'm taking the championship. And I'm proof to everybody else, whether they want to admit it or not, this is my ring. This show belongs to me. And I'm the best in this division. Becky says, screw you. This is my show. I'm the man. You're not taking anything from me, Ronnie. I'm still the man. I'm the champion. You're not taking a goddamn thing from me. And I'm going to be the first female to tap you out on the grand stage of them all. The biggest pay-per-view of the year, WrestleMania, from the entire WWE Universe, with the whole world watching. 
That's what I think they should do. I, I hope they do that, but I doubt they will do that. So we'll see. Like I said, this and like I said, this may not be a triple threat. Don't be surprised if at Fastlane. Don't be surprised if I called it. If at Fastlane, Charlotte and Ronda have a match, and the winner goes on the face her at WrestleMania, and Becky beats her. Or what they could do, they could have a match at Fastlane too, and it could be you know you could have no winner, and that's it. They could have that. That's another way they can make it a triple threat right there. They'll have a match at Fastlane. You don't have a winner. Both of them, you know, now now both of them have a legitimate claim to be in the match at WrestleMania, and now they make it a triple threat. So that's another way they could book it right there. But that's what I really don't want to see. I think that shit right there. I'd rather not see that because that's so that's so stale and plain. They do that a lot. I don't want to really see that. I'd rather see Becky win, and then have her face Oscar. Have Charlotte go to Smack back to SmackDown and face Oscar. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's that's perfectly fine right there. But, like I said, that's just my opinion. That's just my thoughts. I appreciate you guys listening. This is my very first episode of the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I'll have many, many episodes coming out for you guys in the future. Like I said, I'll be covering everything pro wrestling from New Japan Pro Wrestling to, to Ring of Honor to WWE, NXT, All Elite Wrestling, Lucha Underground. I'll be covering everything. I'll be having a prediction podcast probably Friday or Saturday for Elimination Chamber, then I would be having my review after the Elimination Chamber about how I thought it was and everything. So, i got two episodes coming up this week. Stay tuned for that. And I'll have, you know, I'll be reviewing stuff too. I'm going to go back on the network and watch some old pay-per-views, review some old pay-per-views for you guys, review some old Monday Night Raw, some some segments I'll be talking about, my favorite superstars on here. I'll be breaking down, you know, old storylines. I'll be talking about stuff like this, like how how I think they should book things, my opinions, my outcome on stuff. I'll be doing top tens. Like I said, you know, I, I got a lot of good shit coming for you guys in my podcast, man. So make sure you guys follow my shit. Go on, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. I do wrestling reactions, wrestling podcasts. I do skits, and I also do trivia's, and I, not just wrestling trivia's. I do Disney uh, trivia's. I do. 90s TV shows trivias, I do Nickelodeon trivias, I do Disney Channel trivias, I do movie trivias, song trivias, cartoon trivias, any trivia you can name, Christmas movie trivias, Halloween trivia, I do it all, man. So go subscribe to my channel, NarcolepsyBoy94. Make sure you guys follow me here on the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I got a lot of stuff coming for you. I got some guests that will be joining me on here too in the future. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode, man. Like I said, I think my, I think my ideas are pretty good. Some people agree with it, some people won't. But I think my ideas are pretty solid. But, you know, it is what it is. Everybody, and, and that's what makes wrestling so great. Because everybody has their own opinions about what they think should happen. That's what makes wrestling fans so unique in the wrestling business so great. Because everybody, we're all so passionate about the fucking sport. We love fucking wrestling. There's nothing like wrestling. If you're a true wrestling fan, you, you would take wrestling over anything. I, I, would go to rest, I, I would go to WrestleMania over a Super Bowl, over a World Series, any day. If I had the option to go to a Super Bowl, or a World Series, or a WrestleMania, I would pick WrestleMania any day over any of those events. Because I fucking love wrestling. There's nothing like wrestling. You can't really understand what wrestling's about unless you're a true fan, and I'm one of those true fans. I've been watching wrestling since I was seven years old, and I'm 21 now. And I fucking love wrestling. There's nothing like it. I watch it every day. I got the network, subscribe to the network. I watch it all, man. I watch everything wrestling. I love it. There's nothing like it, man. And like I said, I just broke down the storytelling for you guys, I, how I think the story should be told in this, in this whole angle with Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch. I think my ideas are pretty good. Some people will agree with it. Some people won't. Some people have their own perspectives of what they should you know, how things should be. And that's fine. That's what, that's, like I said, that's what makes wrestling so great because 
Everybody's so fucking passionate about this shit. Everybody's so passionate about how they should book it. How they should do things. Now, some fans get over, can overdo it. Some fans think they know more than the actual creative teams, but we don't fucking work for WWE. There's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about. They do things for certain reasons that we don't know about. We may think, and, and we may want to know why they do it, but we don't. Let's just, let's just snap into reality. We don't. So, that's my thoughts, guys. I appreciate you guys listening to my first episode. I hope it gets some good feedback. I hope you guys enjoy it. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoy my opinions, my perspectives. I got a lot of stuff coming from my uh, from my podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel once again, Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. If you guys want to follow my social medias, my Instagram and Twitter is Malik Kelly ninety four M A L I K K E L O Y ninety four. Twitter and Instagram Malik Kelly ninety four. Make sure you guys go go follow my uh, my social medias. And I'll have more stuff coming for you guys, man. I hope you guys enjoy this, and I hope this gets good feedback. And like I said, just be just be patient, guys. <laughs> just be patient. There's a lot of good stuff coming with this Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch feud. So just be patient, guys. Relax. Take a chill pill. Just just stay tuned and keep watching Monday Night Raw. Keep watching SmackDown on Tuesdays. Just just stay tuned, man. Keep watching the product. Believe sometimes. I know sometimes they, they fuck us over, but just believe sometimes, man. Don't just jump to conclusions just immediately and think they're going to fuck us over on, on everything they do. Just relax. Have faith sometimes. Sometimes they fuck us over, sometimes they don't, but just, you gotta always have faith in these situations. Just, just, just stay tuned and keep watching, man. Keep watching. I guarantee you good things will come out of this, and I guarantee you the storytelling will be great. And I guarantee you after WrestleMania, when Becky's the champion, everybody will be like, damn, they, they, they told a great story here. I guarantee you 100%. Guarantee, calling it right now. No bullshit. Guarantee that's how it's gonna go, guys. Stay tuned for more stuff coming for the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm out.